like you can get in the comparison trap as a woman and say, oh, she, she has it all together, or she just looks perfect, or look at her kids, or look at that body, you know, like she has everything. And I think we need to take a step back from that and realize that we're all showing the best of what we have to offer, which also means that we can learn from each other. You're listening to episode 94 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where I interview Camille Walker, who is the author of the blog, My Mommy Style, and she talks all about how to maintain life balance as a working mom of four. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who've overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode. We have kicked off January of 2019 epically, and I'm just so proud of everything that happened in 2018 that has led to 2019. We have some epic guests for the podcast. I'm hoping you can tell that I have invested in my audio equipment. The sound should be better for you. I'm really putting some intensity on making sure that the quality of these podcasts is just epic for you because you deserve that. You're a longtime listener, or if you're brand new, hey, welcome. I'm Danny. It's so nice to meet you. And I just want to make sure that you have the ultimate experience when it comes to listening to this content, because good or great content isn't going to be worth anything if it doesn't sound good when you're listening to it. So I really hope that that is what I'm offering to you today and from here on out. So today I had the pleasure of speaking with Camille Walker, who is the author and owner of the blog, My Mommy Style. And we had a blast talking, you guys. Holy cow, this woman is fabulous. Like, but it's but she hasn't always been that way and she goes through the same struggles that we do and she's so real and so authentic about it you're going to connect with her instantly and i know you're just going to get so much value out of this episode so i wanted to give you a quick overview of some things that we covered during the episode and then at the end i'm going to give you a quick wrap up to cover kind of the talking points and the takeaways from this episode too so hang tight here we go (laughs) We started off with some rapid fire questions. We talked about how she's a blogger from Utah. She's a mommy of four, um, beautiful children, ages two, five, eight, and 10. And she goes through the same challenges that we do on a daily basis. And she puts out in her content what she struggled through and how she's gotten through it so that you can do the same or decide if that's an avenue that you wanna take for your family. So we talk about her fitness routine and the different routines that she's been through 
We talk about her physical and emotional challenges with raising her children and and just being the working mom and what she has to to do for her family and how she brings her family together and through the blog, which is really cool. It's kind of become, well, it started off as kind of an extended family event and has become a really integral part of their internal family. So she talks about um, just how we can all learn from each other as real people and look past social media comparisons. We discuss the blog, how it started, its purpose, how it developed over time, and how she serves others every day through this platform. We talk about how to communicate with your significant other to decide what matters most and what makes you both happy and what makes your family happy. We cover the give and take of marriage, the importance of physical touch, family meal planning tips, fitness options for moms, daily non-negotiables, um, her new and up, and well, I think it's up and coming creator and influencer course, and just so much more. So I can't wait for you to dive in and listen. Take notes if you're in a safe place to do so, but if not, remember the takeaways will be listed at the end. And if you have any questions about some of the different products and things that we discussed, make sure you check out the details in the show notes below. And as always, I will recommend that you head over to her blog. There is just a mountain of information over there and it's all typed out nice and neatly for you. So head on over there after you finish listening to this episode. And without further delay, Camille Walker of My Mommy Style. All right. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host, and I am your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And today I'm super excited to be talking to Camille, who is the blog owner of My Mommy Style. And she loves to share ideas that inspire you to live a happy life as a mom. And she definitely wants you to know that there isn't just one perfect way of being a mother, and whether you're all in on that organic lifestyle or you need to find those Cheetos that are in the back of your pantry. She totally supports you and she teaches you about all these kinds of topics and categories, everything from freezer meals to dealing with anxiety when you're trying to get pregnant and everything in between. So Camille, thank you so much for being on the show today and I'm just so grateful for you and I'm excited to talk about everything fitness, food, and travel in mommy style. Yay. Well, those are all topics I am very passionate about. So thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today and I'm so inspired by what you do. So thank you for the invite. Oh, thank you. Well, you're so welcome. And I'm just, I'm so pumped in. I know we were chatting a little bit before this, just about everything going on in our lives and having the dogs and the kids and there's just so much. So I'm excited to dive in and get your perspective because while I'm a mother of fur babies, I don't have any kids yet, but most of my clients are actually busy working moms or they're stay at home moms, but busy, I think is the key word. And so I'm excited to share your perspective on how you handle everything and, and, and go from there. So are you ready to start with some rapid fire questions? Let's go. Awesome. Let's get to know you. So where were you born and raised? So I was born in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I have spent all of my life living in Utah, but I am an avid lover of travel. So I love to get out as much as I can, but I am very happy living in Utah. It's beautiful here. We get all the seasons and we love it. Oh, that's so cool. I don't think I've ever been to Utah, but my youngest sister just went over the Christmas holiday for um, some skiing and she loved it. (laughs) So I assume then you live there now still, right? (laughs) Uh Perfect. And what are you most looking forward to in 2019? 
Oh man, that's such a good question because I feel like I am a really in a really good place in my life where my kids are really fun ages and we're looking forward to that next stage of getting out of diapers because I have children ages two, five, eight, and 10. Mm -hmm. And we are looking forward to some travel. We're going to uh, Chicago with my two oldest next month to take them to see Hamilton. Oh, wow. Okay. And we are going to Southern Utah to kind of show them what you would see a a lot of Western movies where you see like the big arches and all the red rock. We're doing that in March. And then we're also going to the first ever Disney creator days in March as well. So yeah, we have a lot just coming up in these next few months. I haven't really gotten through the end of the year. I'm just really excited about what's happening right now. So yes. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a whole lot to get through in just a couple of months. So that's, you must be super on top of your organization game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you kind of have to be. Depends on the day, but yeah, I do the best I can for sure. Awesome. We'll have to deep dive back into some of those topics, but next up, favorite hobby outside of work. Ooh, I really love being in nature. So I love to snowboard, as we mentioned skiing earlier, and I also love wakeboarding and hiking. I really feel like I can connect who I am inside with who I am on the outside and really feel alive when I'm outside and with my kids and my family. So anything that involves them and traveling with my husband, those are my favorite things. Oh, super cool. There is something to be said about being outdoors, just takes you away from everything else in life. It brings that calm and that peace that we just don't seem to find when we're on the go all the time. (laughs) Awesome. So that kind of answers the next question, but favorite type of fitness. So my, I have a good friend, her name is Emily, who just developed a new fitness uh, cardio. It's like using HIIT training called high fitness. Mm -hmm. You can find her at highfitness.com and it's spreading through Canada and the U S and I, love group fitness when I, it like pumps me up more. So if I had to pick one, I would probably say that, but I do like to vary it with, you know, activities and sports as well. Not that I can ever handle a ball because I'm a mess, but like, you know, (laughs) but yeah, I, high fitness is one of my very favorites. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, favorite type of food. Oh, so recently I have been getting more into curry I never grew up eating that. And just in the last few years, as I've experimented more with cooking and food, that's mm-hmm. become one of my favorites. Okay. Well, maybe you can share some tips with us for how to cook with curry because I don't think I've ever cooked with it before, but to my knowledge, you can actually find like aisles of different types of curry, which yes. is so And I'm a newbie. Annoying. Like, I'll tell you what I like. And then, yeah, I'm not an expert, but yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Um, okay. So you have some travel coming up, but what's your dream travel destination? Ooh. Okay. So my husband lived in Europe for a a couple of years serving a mission and he and I have made it our bucket list item to go back to Europe and do like a tour of European countries and to tour through there. We were planning to do it this coming year because it's our 15 year anniversary. Wow. Yes, I know. So I think this summer, we're doing it next summer and it is in play. We're just trying to figure out since we had a lot of travel pop up unexpectedly, we thought, oh, we better push that for next year. So that's been my dream for a long time to go there with him. 
because he wow. speaks French. It's super sexy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Right? I know. Take me to France and show yeah. me around. I'm so excited. The only French we speak in this house is Cajun French, and that's just, it's not really a foreign language. You just can't understand it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so great. Okay, next. Last drink you grabbed out of the fridge. Ooh, well, I've been drinking water lately. I actually have this new water bottle. People won't be able to see it, so I'll describe it. But I've been on this, like, health challenge, which admittedly, this is the first time I've, like, stuck to a pretty strict, like, macro-guided uh, health and exercise thing. Yeah. But this water bottle is made by Contigo, and it's a 24-ounce, and you can seal it in two different ways with, like, um, the lid that closes and also a flip-top that covers the lid portion. Oh. I'm, like, fangirling over this Yeah, bottle, it's right? cute. Yeah, and you can find it on Amazon for um, – I actually found this on sale for like eight or nine dollars. It's typically more around 20, 24 or something. That's but keep your point. eye out and you could link to it. But yeah, I, yeah, I will. So yeah, water bottle. Perfect. So I'm taking notes on everything. I'm like, okay, what are all the things I need to link to? I know, to? I have these tumblers <laughs> of water. I have found that if I keep water near me, I'm much more likely to drink it rather than, you know, grabbing mm -hmm. a soda because I'm feeling down or whatever. So yeah, yeah. water. As boring as that sounds, I'm just, I'm loving it. So Yeah, hey, that's what I have in my cup too. <laughs> okay, there you go, yeah. Yep. I've been trying to mix it up and like either put like a lemon ginger shot in my water to give it some flavor or uh, something like vitamin C powder, just something to give it some flavor because um, mm -hmm. water by itself does get a little boring. <laughs> yes. yes, we All do right. have a favorite uh, lemonade mix in my house. It's orange, strawberry, banana. That's just the Walmart generic like crystal light brand. Mm -hmm. and we love it. I've been buying it for years. So that's a water mix-in that, oh, cool. that I really like. So yeah. there, you, there go. you go. I have options. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is something you've struggled with recently and you've been able to work through it? So hmm, there's so many things emotionally and physically. One thing physically is I recently had varicose vein surgery and that was something that I put off um, between having babies and knowing that it would take time for recovery. I'm about six weeks out from that, and it's taken a little bit longer than I had mm -hmm. anticipated originally. And I'm hoping in the long run it, it pays off that way. Um, but that's, it's been challenging emotionally and physically, just putting limitations on what I can do um, as a mother and as a wife and just yeah. getting things done. Um, but emotionally, uh, this year I've been helping my son work through some sensory processing things and learning how to deal with his outbursts and anger management. And that's been a big, I've been learning a lot and I feel like it's something that I need to write about and share, but I'm right in the middle of that storm right now. And I'm trying to figure it out as best I can. So I right. can say, this is what's worked for us which I really feel like I've learned a lot. So, so much. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, once you figure that out, I'm sure that's <laughs> hugely helpful for a ton of other people. I know I have two clients that have children with some sort of like either ADD or some sort of something else that's going on. And sometimes our sessions end up being venting sessions and we talk through it and we try to figure out what's the next best step and you know how is this kind of your your release time where you're getting some energy out and you're thinking about other things but that's it's a lot to work through no matter you know what you have going on 
Yeah. I think as a mom so often, just when we think we have something figured out with one kid, there's going to be something that pops up where you're starting all over. And you know, it's your first time being a parent to that mm -hmm. child at that time. And you're figuring out how to be a parent just as much as they're figuring out how to be a kid, whether they're three, four, five, six, or 17, you know, it's just, we're all figuring things out and doing the best we can. So. Yeah. And that's such a good point because even if you've been a mother, you know, for another child, you're being the mother to a different child at a different time. And so it could be completely different circumstances. So that's a really interesting point. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what are you excited for right now? Well, we touched on that a little bit. I, one thing that I'm personally excited about that relates to health and fitness is I started this new health challenge on Monday and mm -hmm. I am working with a trainer who is a friend of mine who's trying to build up her own social media following. Um, it's, and she has been helping me learn how to lift weights. <laughs> which has awesome. been really exciting. Um, so, that. <laughs> yes, yeah, because I just, I think I get so overwhelmed, like, where do I start? What do I do? And anyway, I just, I've seen some positive results from it in just the first week. I'm down a couple pounds, so I'm excited about that. No. And more importantly, I just feel like um, just being accountable to myself and my health and making that a priority. And that is so hard to do as a mom sometimes feeling like, uh, there's not time for that. And so I'm really trying to reverse my thinking and knowing that if I'm taking care of myself, then I have more to give to my kids. Absolutely. And I think that has probably been the number one thing I've had to felt like I've had to almost push on people this past year is, Hey, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're, if you're not putting that oxygen mask on first, you cannot take care of everyone else. But, and maybe it's just a woman or a motherly thing is, you know, we want to give so much and we want to take care of everybody else and we put ourselves to the back end and, and then we end up in burnout and it helps nobody. <laughs> that's, yep, that's right on. That's exactly, I, and just like you said, it's not just mothers. I feel like it's women in general that we just, we're so akin to giving and giving. And then if we're not taking care of ourselves, no one else will, you know, really mm -hmm. if you're, if you're feeling like there is a lack in your resources, you have to take the time to fill those back up because no one else can do that for you. And it just, you just have to do it. You have to do yeah. it. So, <laughs> and you always feel better about it once you do it, but like taking yes. that step to do it is really hard. <laughs> it really is, yeah. Yes. So what are you grateful for today? Oh, everything. I'm, I know that probably sounds so cheesy, but I, I was listening to Brené Brown this morning and she was talking about how you can't look at the entirety of a person just in their successes. You have to include their failures and their struggles as well, because that's what creates you as a whole person. And I, I am absolutely so blessed in my life. I love, I love where I am in my life right now. Um, and I'm also grateful for my struggles. I may not be in that moment or that day, or, you know, when I'm, totally frazzled at the end of the day and I'm screaming at my kids go to bed because I just need like time to recover as a human mm -hmm. but I'm just grateful for all of it and I I just hope my I feel like one of the things I'm most grateful for is the ability that I have to um, share good causes that help other people 
And um, like you mentioned, I had shared an article about anxiety through pregnancy. I just wrote an article for our local newspaper about helping uh, teenagers through anxiety and what signals to look for and what um, indicators you can see with helping as a parent or a caregiver or a leader or some influence in their life. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually serve as a, a young women's president in my church group. So I'm over 40 girls that are ages 12 to 18. And so I meet with them weekly and I'm teaching them as well. And I feel like they teach me so much and I'm, I'm just grateful. I just feel like I want so much to help people in a community understand and learn from each other and see that they're not alone because through social media, a lot of times it can feel um, like you can get in the comparison trap as a woman and say, oh, she, she has it all together or she just looks perfect or look at her kids or look at that body, you know, like she has everything. And I think we need to take a step back from that and realize that we're all showing the best of what we have to offer which also means that we can learn from each other and realize that there, I love Instagram stories rather than just Instagram the platform because Instagram the platform is the still images paint this picture of this perceived perfection that just is not the case. That is not the case. And I love that stories open it up to be like, my kitchen's a mess and my kids are selling, but hey, guess what? I love this new whatever and this is what I'm going through right now or this is how I am feeling rejuvenated or you know things like that where you can really connect and on a human level and so I'm just really grateful for the platform that I have of my mommy style so that people can connect with that that way in a real way you know like a community of women and mothers helping each other and so yeah I I don't even remember what your original question was but I'm yeah like what yeah, am you I <laughs> Yeah. No, it was, the question was, what are you grateful for? And I think you totally covered it. Which okay, is, perfect. Yes, yes. And actually, you made a perfect segue for coming out of the rapid fire and going into some of our other questions because you brought up the topic of your blog and pretty much why you started it and why it's so important for you to connect with, with women all across the world and, and share not just the really pretty pictures on Instagram, but the background, the behind the scenes, the stories, the day-to-day -day struggles, because it's those failures that we learn from. It's learning how to get back up and move forward. And that's where, that's where we learn. So I love that. Hey, are you struggling with finding the time to make or buy healthy meals for yourself and your family? Trust me, I get it. I am swamped with running back and forth across town during the day, going client to client and not having a second to myself until I get home at night. And honestly, by the time I get home, I do not want to plan a meal or go out to the store for ingredients and then come home and make dinner for myself and my husband. This is why I order healthy organic meals from Caspiana Catering every week. So each week, Jessica Comages and her team put together a beautiful menu of super nutrition meals that include things like vegan entrees, seafood entrees, rainbow veggie spiral salads, protein breakfast porridge, nourishing glow bowls, and then my favorite, the super seed chocolate almond butter raw bar. I know, it sounds amazing. It is. <laughs> These meals are packed with organic foods and micronutrients that will fuel your day, but without 
the guilt, I promise. Now, if you're interested in saving some time and boosting your health, then head on over to caspianacatering.com and use the code DANNY15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5, to save 15% on your first order. Side note, these meals are only available in Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, and you must get your orders in by Saturday for Monday pickup or delivery. I can't wait to see what you get, and I hope you enjoy. Are you a Disney fan, but you're kind of stressing a little bit because there is so much to do before you go, you don't even know how you're going to handle it all, and you're just already thinking about how much you're going to accidentally indulge on all of those magical goodies and then come home and have to probably diet? Come on, I know you don't want that. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for anyone. Not my friends, not my family, not my clients. Nobody needs that, and I figured out the right way to plan your Disney vacation to include just enough health and fitness to make sure that you come home without feeling guilty about the magical vacation you had and feeling like you need to diet. My brand new Healthy Disney ebook is now available on Amazon in Kindle or ebook format as well as paper book paperback format. So I'm really excited to share that with you. It'll be available in audio version as well soon, but I do highly recommend the paperback version. It's really quite like a workbook. There's a ton of activities in there that really take you through mindset and figuring out how to handle objections and talking to the rest of the people that are going on vacation with you and figuring out your workout strategy and how to have some of the fun magical foods, but then make sure you get some of the healthy stuff in there too. So if you're interested, head on over to Amazon or there will be a link in the show notes below and just type in Healthy Disney and you'll see a picture of me flexing next to Pluto. So click on that ebook. All right. I hope you enjoy it and I can't wait to hear what you think. Okay. So that then brings us into my mommy style. So for those who are maybe long-term readers or maybe for those who are new, can you give us some background on why you started my mommy style and just a little bit of information about how it came to be? Yes. Okay. So when I started my mommy style, it was, I had started a personal blog in 2008 when my first son was born just for journaling purposes. I've always loved writing and storytelling through words. I kept a journal from the time I was five all the way up until about that time. I don't journal as much as I used to, unfortunately, because I'm writing um, so much in other ways, but I was at a place where I was a stay at home mom of two young children And I really felt like I wanted an avenue to be able to use my, my resources and my mind outside of the walls of my home. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, my formal education background is in family and consumer sciences education. So, which covers 13 different courses that I could teach in a secondary education setting. So anywhere from like interior design, um, cooking, which admittedly is was not my favorite thing but I've learned to like it more because I have to because I have all these people that rely on me to feed their mouths but also like interior design health and uh, wellness as well as child development and adult roles and that adult roles sector of teaching and connecting about relationships and health and uh, really is what drew me to want to share that. And so because of the internet and because of blogs, I was able to take that education and my passion for family and connection and love and mothering and put it into a blog. And so when I first started, we actually had seven women, if you can believe it. And, um, you know, just like we were discussing before, when you start anything new, any type of business, 
you're not making money. And that wasn't the reason why I started it. It was more just a passion project of connecting and feeling like I was contributing um, in a way using my mind and, and connecting with other women. And so, um, you know, throughout that, throughout the years, people have dropped off as it, what didn't fit their life or what they needed at that time. But it has been such a wonderful journey and included the most amazing women in my life, including my sister, my cousin, best friends, neighbors, college roommate. And through the years, it has whittled down to me. Um, <laughs> so now after seven years of this journey, I it, it is me and it's the story I'm telling and I'll tell it as long as I can. And it's funny because no matter what part of mothering I'm going through, I, I always have a way of connecting with parents through different stages of their lives too. And so I'm growing through that and being able to process different things that I'm learning. And my daughter jokes in saying that she'll take it over when I want to retire. So it's yes. just been a really, yeah, it's been a fun family affair. My husband helps me a ton. He is for sure my partner. He helps me with all of the business side and like uh, researching SEO and doing all my financials. He's a, a a CPA. And so oh, that's really yeah, nice. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I lucked out big time because he helps uh, all of those logistics and numbers where my head would just explode. He's there to help support me and rein it in. So it's, it's interesting because it's definitely a family business, so to speak, because my children are very involved and mm -hmm. they travel with me. We do photo shoots together um, and so it's been quite the ride and I just, I am, I love it. So yeah, that's kind of how it started. That's super cool. Okay. So seven women that were it, like, it started off almost sounds like extended family and now it's really internal family that kind of run the show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cause when we first started, it was my sister, it was my sister, my roommate, my neighbor, my cousin, um, I, one of my childhood, two of my childhood friends and me. So yeah, it was like kind of like my nucleus of my of women around me. And that's kind of where my mommy style got the name was that we all had different perspectives. We all had different ways of doing things and we wanted to highlight that. That it's there's so many different ways to do something and it doesn't make one way better than the other. Cuz I hate the idea of like mommy wars or saying my way's better because of this and I know better than you cuz that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you are the best mother for your child because you are their mother. And right. so that's just, yeah, the essence of what it's all about. Yes. And I can, I can relate on the fitness, health and wellness end, um, not from a mother perspective, but when people say like, this is the only diet you should follow, or this is the one thing that's going to change your life. And my first thought is it can't ever be always or never. Like there are such a variety of foods and a variety of nutritional lifestyles that, you know, different approaches that you can have. Um, there's no best one other than the one that's best for you, the one that works best for your lifestyle and for your goals and in the scenario that you have set up in your life. Um, so I really, really love that. Um, do So what do your kids think of what you do? Obviously they're a part of it, but have they just grown into it and do they feel like it's a part of their lifestyle too? What do they think? Oh, it's funny because they'll say funny things sometimes like, oh mom, you were on the TV. Like when I've done a few news segments or something and they just think that is like 
bananas, you know. Um, working with Disney has been a dream come true because we've been able to see some behind the scenes, like first peaks at things that are coming up. And that's been a dream come true for me. Yes. I've always been such a Disney freak. Like I just, it's literally a dream come true. Like I feel yes. like, I <laughs> but yeah, in some cases they also know, I think that it's, I like that they see me, um, working in a way that it brings benefit to our family. And mm -hmm. so I'll talk about, you know, I wouldn't be able to have these opportunities unless I'm putting in these behind the scene hours where people don't see the work or they don't see the editing or the um, maybe contract negotiations or the content that never gets noticed. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's putting in a daily grind and being willing to come back for more, not knowing whether or not that would pay off in the long run. You know, it's that having to keep going kind of thing. And sometimes I'll pay them to be like, models where I'm like, Hey, if you have a good attitude, cause can you imagine family pictures are like an annual nightmare for most people, <laughs> for my kids? I'm like, okay, like if you do this, like you'll be the model and you'll get paid a dollar an hour or something. But if you have a bad attitude, you would get fired just like you would from a real job, you know? And so I try to instill some of those like, yeah, some incentive and almost make it like yeah. a game a little bit. Yeah. I wish that would work for my husband, <laughs> getting him to pose in photos. <laughs> we, I get awkward faces pretty well, and he's learning, but we've only just been married just over a year, a year and a couple oh, days. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so we're still learning. We're working on that curve. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. Okay, so I love that you have the full support of your family, and they're really interactive and engaged in what you do, because you're right. People don't see all the behind the scenes, and and it is so much work to to put in to have the lifestyle that you can all truly enjoy. So that's just, oh, I love hearing that. There's too many people that don't love what they do. So to hear that you do love what you do is so cool. Yeah. And honestly, there are, there are a lot of days that I have to step back and make decisions of like when it's a busy dinner time and I, I'm contracted to post something or, um, and there are hard days that my husband can be upset with me and say, Oh, this is like the worst time you could be doing this. And I'm like, but I have to. And so <laughs> he sits me down and we have a lot of, and that doesn't sound right, but we sit down together mm -hmm. and we have a conversation of, is this a have to or a want to? And let's figure that out because sometimes I do need those checks and it's good to have a partner in your life that can help you assess, you know, a good thing, but also the best thing. Like, what is it? And with my children being so little, I think as women, we naturally want to do more and be all and keep growing and be like the biggest, best thing in whatever field or capacity we're a part of. But then we also have to step back and think, but where is my happiest place? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you have a newborn and the nights are long and those diapers are many, and you are feeling like you want to pull your hair out because you're not getting enough sleep at night, but then you may see someone online that it just seems to be crushing it in whatever way that might be for you, and I think we so often need to take a step back and think, but this, this, this beautiful scent of a brand new baby, this, these cuddled moments that are mine alone, this moment of seeing these tiny little toes, or like the first steps of a new baby, those never come back. And we can always push for more. We can always want to be more, but we need to realize that seasons come and go so quickly. And I, if anything else, that's a balance and check I try to do with myself 
weekly, if not daily, because it is so fleeting. And so I feel like that's something in this fast paced world of wanting more and getting more and being more and doing more that that's not always the place to be happy. You're going to find your happiness in probably a slower pace and realizing where that balance lies for you. Cause it's different for everyone. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. That's so good. And I want to dive deeper into that. So you talk about sitting down with your husband to kind of help create some boundaries. What would you recommend for, you know, the busy mom, whether she's working or she's just full-time stay at home mom, how do you go about navigating that with your spouse and saying, Hey, we need to put these checks and balances into place. Like I need to know when I've gone too far, when we need to take a step back, when we need to schedule a date night, you know, when it's just become too much. How do you guys go about navigating that together? Uh, you know, I think that the best way to keep those things moving and growing is just to keep talking one thing that we do that we try to do weekly is a family meeting where my husband and I will sit down and we'll talk about the week, what's upcoming. We'll look at our, our budget, see what the money situation looks like. Cause we all know that money and those conversations can cause rifts in marriage more than anything. Parenting and money. I feel like those are <laughs> really, really tricky on patients and parenting together. Um, so kind of doing a check and balance there. And then, Another thing that we like to do is we forecast together and we make goals together. And so writing those things down and saying, what, what does a happy marriage and life and family life look like for us? And a lot of that too, for my husband has been, you know, him allowing me to look into what would make him a happier father and dad. And for him, that means he needs to get out fishing or going out and golfing. And at times that can be hard when I'm thinking, oh, but then that's just me being alone with the kids again, you know, like, and you're gone. But I have realized that that makes him much more emotionally available for me and happier as a father and a husband. And it's a give and take, you know? So it's mm -hmm. those phases of our lives when we were younger, <laughs> and had more babies at home, we couldn't go out on dates as often. But now our oldest is getting to a place where we can go out for an hour or two and leave our oldest in charge or bring the baby with us and just go to dinner or um, take a minute to get away, whether it's individually or as a couple. And I think keeping that emotional happiness along with the family is so important. And now when it comes to our kids, we also try to schedule in very specific intentional time with them as individuals so we're paying attention to them as well so it's tricky there's a lot of check and balances i think it just all comes down to communication and talking yeah awesome no i love that i i think i might have to implement some some weekly family meetings <laughs> i'm i don't know about you but when i try to think of how i stay organized and how i make sure that we have like an intentional date night I have my, my planner and I know you're big on planning. Um, I think that was a recent blog post, right? Oh, it was the, the cleaning up, right? You had a calendar for how to clean up every day of the month. Um, so I love that, but I find that if I don't write down, like I have to write down every 30 minutes, like this is your cutoff time for work, intentional date night. This is what you're going to do. This is the food you're planning on having. Cause if I don't write down all of those things and then see them every time I look at my calendar throughout the day and the week, 
it won't happen. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll get home. I'll get on the computer. I'll be like, Oh my God, I didn't post to Instagram today. And, yes. uh, he, he gets home from work and he goes straight to the TV room. And then we end up doing like a separate dinner and, I'm, you know, it's, it does, it has to be very, very intentional, which is, is hard. One thing that I've heard that I really like, um, it was, uh, so it's from a marriage and family counselor named Matt Townsend. And he talked about the importance of physical touch, even if it's just our hands and having intentional, even 15 minutes a day where it's like eye contact and what's going on with you? How are you? How was your day? Let's talk about how we're doing. And then, you know, if you need to go finish your things that are your own individual ways of, you know, decompressing or work that you need to get done, then you can do that. And you know that you have touched base and you feel connected in that way. So that's not that that happens every single day, but after we put the kids to bed and the mayhem and we are like pretty toast, (laughs) we'll try our best to just you know take a break from our own electronic devices and just say let's check in like how was the day you know how did that meeting go that you were worried about or what happened with that photo shoot that you had going on today and what how can I help and what's coming up these next few days and just connecting so that you are steering a ship together rather than like ships in the night, right? Passing mm-hmm. each other. Like, hey, and we have days like that. Oh, absolutely. Even weeks sometimes that mm-hmm. can be ships in the night and it's hard. But I think that if we set it aside time, like you said, even if, even if you have to set a timer in your phone, a scheduled reminder, you mm-hmm. know that it's, that it's important to both of you and you and you show up, you mm-hmm. know, it's all about just showing up. So yeah. Yeah. It's super hard to do in a busy life, but I think having those, those actionable things that you can put in place, like writing it down or setting the timer or, you know, even maybe writing sticky notes. I know a lot of people use sticky notes to say, you know, to, to give them those reminders, just the little things that actually require a small action and then it sets off a bigger one. I really, really like that. Yeah. So kind of coming back to maybe like the fitness and health piece, does your husband take part in any of the cooking and all of the meal planning that you guys do? You know, it's funny. We're, we don't always meal plan, but when we do our, the day seems to go smoother only because I don't know. I feel like this is every, I don't know if I could say every woman, but every mother, what is for dinner? That is like one of the most nagging, horrible questions of the day. And I know that, um, when I have planned ahead and I know what's going on for dinner, the family is so much happier because hangriness is a real live oh. animal that lives <laughs> and will eat you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? He's actually, when we have family get togethers, he's almost always the cook. I don't cook for our really? like, family get togethers because we have a Traeger smoker that has like changed our life. He loves to smoke things. And he's also, if he has a recipe that he's really excited about, then he'll go ahead and cook that. And I'm just like out of the kitchen, you know, and grateful. Yeah. yeah, He actually contributed, he's contributed more in cooking in the last three, five years of our marriage than he ever has in the 10 years before that, like easily, easily. So it's interesting to watch your spouse develop and grow in, in new ways that you never necessarily anticipated. And so, yeah, I'm so grateful because he, he's a great cook. Like I love it when he cooks for us and he's really good at cooking steak and, um, 
putting together things like recently he's been making pho for us and that's been making awesome. What? What is it? <laughs> it's the weirdest name. So it's spelled <laughs> it's spelled P H O. Oh, so it's okay. Like pho, but it's called it's pronounced pho and it's um it's an Asian dish that's noodles. Noodles and broth and like an egg and vegetables and like bean sprouts. And it's a really healthy meal. Yes. Um, but yeah, he likes he likes to order it out when he's like out and whatever. So he, he decided he was going to make it anyway. So there are some like little packs of pho you can buy from Costco. So he's been taking those and then adding to it, like the vegetables and the egg and kind of, and the meat. So yeah. That's awesome. My husband also likes pho. I want to say it's pho, but I guess it's pho. <laughs> and so he went to a couple places, maybe over the past six months and tried it, but he, my husband also decided to go keto uh, probably six, seven months ago, and he's done pretty well on it, but no more noodles in the house for him. The closest thing we ever came to at home was ramen noodles when it came to <laughs> making our My own. husband loves keto. Loves it. I've developed a bunch, bunch of recipes on my mommy style about keto, like keto blueberry muffins, keto um, masaman curry, actually. Um, so yeah, keto has been something we've done in the house as well. And I, it has been super beneficial for him. I didn't feel like it was the best fit for me, mm -hmm. but I was happy to experience, you know, what it, what it was like and developing recipes for that. Cause it has been really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, check I will. I will. I think it's amazing that, I mean, that it is kind of trendy, which I, I don't like to push anybody towards a trend, but it has done wonders for our household in that it has taken away a lot of the processed um, sugars and starchy carbs that usually just sit around. So even yeah. though I still eat carbohydrates and I have a lot of fruits and vegetables and um, some other carbs around, like we, a lot of the junk food is now out of the house. So I think that's a really great thing. Even, yeah. yeah. Even if somebody just, you know, tries it out or adds in a couple of keto recipes a week, I think they can find that there are really great healthy alternatives that taste good that don't have so much sugar and the heavy carbs that kind of we're used to having as an American culture. So right. awesome. So what, what is your process then for any of the meals that he's not cooking and planning out? Do you have a strategy for like planning out your family meals? Does it go by week, by month? How do you do that? So typically what I like to do is have a running list of food that my kids will actually eat. Ooh, that's <laughs> A lot of times uh, I will have to make modica modifications for what my husband and I are eating that's similar. So I'm not always making like different meals, but I just modify it so that it's kid friendly and then um, reaches the goals that my husband and I want. So for example, last night, um, i made my kids spaghetti with the traditional, you know, sauce and noodles and the, the, the bread, the Parmesan bread. And, um, and then for us, I actually made the bonza noodles out of chickpeas. This is like the first time because I'm like doing- oh, Those are good. Yeah, I was like, that is actually not bad at all. And and so we were still having pasta night together, but because my husband and I are trying to be a little more strict right now, we're doing that. Um, but it's not, I wouldn't say that I am always perfect at planning, but one thing that has changed my life is grocery shopping pickup. When mm -hmm. you have local grocery stores that allow for you to do pickup, 
We do. Kroger yeah. here will do that. I think Walmart even does it here. Yes. Okay, so I do mine at Walmart most of the time, and I will shop for a week's worth of groceries and pick them up. I'll make my plan on Sunday night with the recipes I want to have, and I have it all listed out and ready to go. And then that way, on Mondays, Monday morning, typically I'll drop off the kids, and then I will go pick up my groceries, and then I just have my groceries for the week, and I'm not impulse buying or um, going and fighting with my kids. Oh, I groceries shopping with kids is like these. <laughs> so like grocery pickup has, is life-changing. I don't know how, I mean, I just feel bad for everyone that didn't have it because it has changed my life. It's only been around for a short time, but I'm just so grateful for it because it just makes meal planning so much easier because you know you have the ingredients you need. So sometimes I'll schedule out a month and I'll just write down a month's worth of recipes that I want to do. And then if we need to shuffle or move things around because of activities or sports or whatever, we'll do that. But then I have a pretty good idea of what's in the kitchen. I will also do freezer meal prep and have meals available. So if I'm in a, in a, a night where it's just busy or crazy and I don't have the time, I can have access to that. And then um, I use my instant pot for that rather than the crock pot because then I can have the meal cooked and ready in under an hour rather than waiting, you know, four to six hours or whatever it might be. But yeah, it's not perfect. And we probably <laughs> out way more than we should. It, um, so that's a thing. And I'm not going to say that we don't stop at Little Caesars. Uh, usually on Friday nights, we'll do pizza and movie with the kids. Or another thing I've done is we've done like say pizza Tuesday or pizza Wednesday and my kids will have like a week worth of homework that I say if you get that done by dinner time tonight we'll have pizza Tuesday or pizza Wednesday so then their homework is just done for the week and we can practice spelling words on Thursday night rather than having to do all the week worth of homework um it's just a motivator to just get it done we've even done it on Mondays depending on what you know my kids have been involved in. So that's been a big help for us is moving that pizza night to an earlier night in the week so that they're motivated to get their homework done. Okay. I like that idea. I remember we used to have pizza night on Friday nights as well. Family night it was pizza and a movie, um, yeah. but having it. So you, you found success then having that earlier in the week for the kids to get, you know, their week's worth of homework done. Yep. That's awesome. There you go. So moms out there listening, if you need some incentive <laughs> for, for your kiddos to get their homework done, get, you know, put it on the front end and have that fun dinner earlier in the week and that'll help out. Mm -hmm. So how much time would you say you save by doing the pickup at the grocery stores instead of going in and doing the shopping yourself? So much time. Like, <laughs> so much time. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. A lot of time probably hours because what will happen is I'll get into the grocery store and I'll have you know my list or I'll use an app and, and feel like I'm really on the ball and then one of my children will start fighting with the other one and one wants a cookie and the other one needs to pee and it's just this it's just chaos and so yeah like not just the time but my sanity too like it, it's been life-changing so yeah lots of time well, I love to hear that testimonial because I, we have it in a couple places here, but I haven't done it. And I, I continuously think, Danny, that would save you a lot of time and a lot of money because I don't know if I've ever gone into a grocery store with or without a list and not gotten way more things than I actually needed. Yes. So as far as budget goes, it probably keeps you budget budget much better. Then yes. you see the 
Oreos and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. I want those or whatever it might be, those end caps that they, they grab you with those impulse buys. So yeah, when you're doing it online, you don't even have to deal with that. You just come in, you get what you need and you're out. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a really good thing for many reasons. Oh man, I'm going to have to try it. I can't wait. I've been putting it off, but now that I have your testimony, I'm like, all right, I guess I should try it. It'll save me some time. And let's be real. Time is the one thing that we can't get back and we always seem to be lacking. And I don't know, nobody that I know of has figured out how to get more than 24 hours in a day. So if you figure that one out, let me know. (laughs) For sure. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned earlier that you're doing a new uh, fitness coaching thing, right? And that's through your friend, Emily. Oh, so actually, um, Emily is who created high fitness and my friend Jessica is my new trainer. We've, we've just been working together for a week and our first workout, I was like, pretty much <laughs> die. let me see. I want to make sure that I give you her right. Um, I want to say it's gunning for fitness because her last name, yep, that's what it is. Her last name is Gun, so it's G-U-N-N-I-N-G, the number four fitness, and she focuses on core strength and um, at-home workouts for mothers. She's a mother of four, 38 years old, and she looks amazing. You're going to look at her and be like, that's not even fair, because she's just (laughs) killing it. Like, she looks so good. Um, But yeah, so she's been working with me, and... I have never worked with a personal trainer ever. So it's terrifying and exciting all at once. That's super cool. So is she local to you or is it an online thing? Okay. She's local to me, but her resources online through Instagram and whatnot are, um, yeah, on Instagram. So that's the best way to connect and see the, she'll like shoot videos and stuff of like movements you can do at home. Yeah. So what made you, what drew you to her program? I mean, was it the fact that you saw her online and you said, oh my gosh, she's a mom and she's got four kids and like, I relate to that. Or what was it that you felt like, you know, Hey, I'm a busy mom and I need health and fitness and I know I can do her program. So she's actually a personal friend of mine. We used to be neighbors and she reached out to me cause she was hoping to grow her following and just said, Hey, could we partner in some way? And I was like, yeah, I'll help you out and you can kick my butt. So that's kind of <laughs> how it came to be. And yeah, so she's awesome. And that's how it happened. Oh, that's great. And, and how do you feel like, I guess, what was your strategy when it came to, hey, I have to take this time for myself. I have to focus on my health and fitness. Like as a busy mom, how do you, how do you make that happen? Yeah, so I've always been very active. Um, with fitness, I feel like it makes me so much happier and a much better mom. So when I didn't have access to a a gym or a trainer or anything like that, I walked a lot and I have done at home workout videos. I've done YouTube videos. I've done, um, like online meditation or different things like that, where you can have access through apps. One of my favorite things to do, as I mentioned before, is group fitness because I feel like it offers a social aspect as well as the benefit of getting to the gym and pushing yourself harder than you would if you're home working out with a video or, you know, having interruptions of your children. And our (laughs) local gym made it possible so that we could bring our kids in the stroller and have them, you know, with their own little toys or tablets or whatever kind of on the side bleachers while we did our workout. So I've been doing that for the past year. Um, 
but I did have a knee surgery or a knee injury. And so I've been working through that and I feel like my fitness level has slipped because of that. And that's been another thing like that I've been working through with the veins and the leg. And I'm just like, I'm getting old. Um, It's just, yeah. Like I think that whatever resources you have different times in your life, you're going to have opportunities with fitness that you just need to do what works for you. So maybe you are at the phase where you need to do workout at home videos. And that's been great for me. You can do it when the kids go down for a nap and just be consistent with scheduling your time, whether it's early in the morning or nap time or at night. Um, and then another thing is if you have access to a gym or even a group of moms or friends that you could work out together, I feel like the social aspect is always way more motivating to like get me out the door if I have a partner or a friend that I'm meeting. And as far as the trainer thing goes, like I am, we are like, week one here. So I can't say that I'm an expert in that. It's been more just, um, having to take ownership of taking the time to make my health a priority. And that can look so different again for so many different people, but just knowing that, um, taking that time makes me a better mom and it makes me less likely to snap back. And it makes me more loving and more patient and happier like those endorphins are real and happy people don't kill their husbands right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah like it's just I feel like fitness just makes us happier oh my gosh that's so great and I love that you gave everybody listening permission to do the type of fitness that's appropriate for a specific phase of life and knowing that it can change and adapt you know depending on what you have going on if you have injuries if you have a child if you have a surgery like that has to change. And that's why there are so many different types of fitness available because it's going to cater to you no matter what phase of life you're in. So giving everybody permission and taking away all excuses. <laughs> as best we can, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, so, and you know what? I feel like there are times that like when I was nursing my babies and I knew that like in calorie intake and calorie output could affect my milk supply or Um, you know, different phases like that, where I just wasn't, it was more of a priority for me to make sure I had that milk for my baby than it was to have a six pack. And so that was okay. At that phase in my life, I was just like, you know what, like that Mm -hmm. feeding this baby and making sure I have what, you know, nursing, I really wanted to nurse. And that Mm -hmm. was a priority for me. And so I couldn't be at the gym maybe as often as I would have wanted to. And then Mm -hmm. I've also had phases of my life where I haven't really felt like it and that's okay. Like I I feel like we go through phases and just accepting that and then knowing that we can improve is so empowering. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, So what are your daily non-negotiables as a mom? Like how, what's non-negotiable as far as you take care of you so that you can take care of everybody else? Hmm. My daily non-negotiables. Well, now that my children are sleeping through the night, we do not have babies or children sleep in our bed with us. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. For me, is, is huge. I'm just a different person if I'm not sleeping. And it's one thing if you have, you know, a child who's sick, of course, you're going to get up with them. Or a nightmare or something like that where you're working through that time in their life. Or a nursing baby. Yes, of course. Like, that's interrupted sleep that is a part of parenting. That's fine. But we have never been one to invite children to sleep in our beds. Like that just makes, so it, it takes that time and that space away from my husband and me. And it also, um, 
makes it so that they they're just interrupting you more. I feel like you're just not getting as good of sleep as you need um, mm -hmm. to be a functioning person. <laughs> so yeah. for me, like sleep, that's a big, that's a big one. Um, and so one. when my children do have like nightmares or things like that, we will comfort them and we'll let them kind of snuggle with us for a minute and make sure that they feel reassured and loved, but then it's back to their bed they go. And that's just kind of the way it's been. And knock on wood so far, everyone's been happy living that way. But yes, it's a big, is a big one for me as a mom. That's awesome. That's not what I expected you to say, but that's really good. <laughs> I mean, I don't have kids, like I said, so I can't relate to that, except we used to allow the dogs to sleep in our bed. And then when, when we lived separately and then we, we moved in together, I said, no more. They can get on yep. the couches because the couches are already dog friendly. I don't think I can prevent that, but no more dogs in the beds. And that has been a game changer. So I will never go back to having them. My dog <laughs> used to sleep in my bed too until the baby was born. I'm like, you are out. And he's never yeah. come back. And it's fine. He's been fine. Yeah. But, I have to remember, like, they're totally fine. Like, they'll sleep on the floor and they won't be mad about it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so good. So as we're kind of rolling things up here today, what is coming up in the future of My Mommy Style as a blog and as a brand? What can we look forward to? Ah. <sighs> Gosh. I, okay. So one thing that I'm really hoping to do more of in this coming year, because my children are the ages that they are, is to share more couple travel and more family friendly travel. And so I talked about some of those trips that we have coming up and I love sharing content on making it possible to bring your kids along with you and um, giving tips and advice about what to do and how to do it. So travel is a big passion of ours, and I think we'll be doing that more and more where time allows. We're not like a, a transient family. We, we're involved <laughs> in sports and all the things, so we can't travel all of the time. But I think that one thing that I've heard older parents say to me is to travel with your kids when they're young, because when they get to be in junior high, high school, it's really hard to miss school and still stay on top of your grades mm -hmm. and you know, all of that. And so I thought that was really good advice and I hope to take it to the fullest of giving my kids opportunities and spending that time with them. Because like you said, time is our number one commodity that we never get back. And I just really love the idea of creating those um, experiences with them. Another thing that I'm working on, and this is like baby, baby beginning <laughs> process is my husband and I are developing a course of how to create a creator influencer business from home mm. and how to be successful doing that. So we've been a team for so many years now and he is so good at the financial logistical side and I have spent a lot of time figuring out how to make a stay-at-home business as a mom possible and so I feel like so many uh, people and experiences in my life have been pushing me to share that and to teach that to help other women. And I just love the idea of it is so exciting and also terrifying. So I'm just yeah. doing baby steps of how to get there, but that's, that is my next big like goal. And then of course, all the other stuff like recipes and um, family and health and all of those things that we already talk about on the blog, they'll keep coming. We'll still have, you know, weekly recipe meals that are helpful and, um, parenting tips and advice and some fashion. Cause I do that and interior design and whatnot, but those are kind of the two main things that are on my mind right now. So 
That is super cool. I, I'm excited about your course because as I'm, you know, a still a fairly new entrepreneur, I'm, that's what I'm looking for. And, and I love the travel and I love the health and fitness and everything that comes with it. Um, but it's really hard starting up your own business and figuring out like, how do I do the financing piece and what kind of liability insurance do I need and who should I reach out to and how do I ask these questions? And it's hard. Negotiating contracts. How do you talk to a sponsor or a company and, and come to terms that you both agree, agree upon? And there's so much in it that I just, I love. I love working with companies. I love um, taking a product and turning it into a story and something that people really benefit from. So that's something that I'm really passionate about and I love doing with my job. Um, and then also including your family in that journey. And it's, it's something that I feel like is becoming more and more available to everyone because of the internet and because of the way we consume media and products and suggestions and everything. So yes, I, I am so excited about it, but gosh, it's a lot of work. And I just, I, as we always do, I think, am I an expert enough? Am I good enough to create this content? And I, my husband keeps telling me I am. And so I'm just like trying to take that do it yes. scared attitude and just go for it. But yeah, so that's kind of what we're, we are working on um, for this coming year. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm going to back you a hundred percent. I'm so excited. Like oh, you're so you, sweet. you are totally an expert enough to do it. I would buy the course. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank yes. You. yes. And so that being said, where can everybody listening go to find your blog, any future courses and any content that you put out? Yes. So please follow along the journey. I am on mymommystyle.com. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, all at mymommystyle.com spelled M-Y-M-O-M-M-Y-S-T-Y-L-E. So I'm the same on every platform and I'd love to connect with you. So please follow along. Beautiful. Okay, perfect. I'm so excited. So last question before we close things out, this podcast, as you know, and everybody listening knows at this point, um, is all about providing the resources to fitness, food, and travel. And travel in this case, not necessarily mean, meaning, you know, traveling somewhere, but their busy lifestyle. And, you know, how do we deal with everything on the go during the day? Um, so with this being said, in all of the busy, hectic schedules that people have, what is one piece of actionable advice that you can offer our listeners today that they can take and implement into their health and fitness journey? So for me, I think writing my ultimate why down and making a goal is what makes me most successful. So often I think that we feel like life is happening to us in different regards and I, fitness and health and food is so much that way that we're like, Oh, I'm at this party or, Oh, this is coming up or it's an event. And that is where I have struggled the most where so much of our social interactions include food and the mm -hmm. celebration of that. And that's wonderful, especially where my favorite thing about travel oftentimes besides meeting with people is the food. Like that's <laughs> it's great to experience all the things. So I think it's, important to just remember moderation, like, like you said, not to like take the tide of extremism in either way and just finding a good balance that works for you and writing it down. Because if you're making a plan, then you're more likely to follow that plan. If you think about it beforehand, before you're in those scenarios of, you know, shopping and there's Oreos on, on the display or whatever it might be that you mm -hmm. know is 
trigger for you. Just pay attention to that, but also give yourself grace. I think grace and accepting ourselves and giving ourselves rewards and just enjoying life, like everything in moderation and just going forward with an attitude of the process of life is all about learning from our struggles, but it's also the joys too, and that completes who you are. So just going forward with that perspective and giving yourself grace. Oh my gosh. Absolutely love that. Write it down and give yourself grace, I think, are the takeaway points there. So beautiful. Well, Camille, thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today and just sharing so much about your story and the details about your family and the struggles and the successes. I cannot thank you enough. And I know it has just been an abundance of knowledge for all of our listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. It's been such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. You're so welcome. Awesome. And ladies and gentlemen listening, thank you so much for being here today. If you enjoyed this episode, then make sure you head on over to um, your favorite hosting platform and make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And we would love to see an honest rating and review um, to let us know what you love about this podcast and what you want to hear more of. So thank you so much. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Okay, let's go through some of the takeaways of this epic podcast episode. Share what you learn after you've been through it. It's never too late to start lifting some weights and focus on your fitness and health. And there's definitely no better time like the present. If you're not willing to put your oxygen mask on first, no one else will. Look at a person as a whole, not just the successes, but the failures too. No matter what stage of motherhood you are in, you can connect with others who are in similar phases of life. And you are absolutely the best mother for your child because you in fact are their mother. Write down your ultimate why in order to reach the goals that you wanna reach in life. Do what works for you fitness-wise because every phase of life is different and it's absolutely okay to change the style of fitness and your approach to fitness and nutrition depending on the phase of life that you're in. Consider grocery shopping pickup, like going to Walmart and pre-ordering ahead of time or going to Kroger and picking out those items and putting them in your online basket before you get there. It's gonna save you so much time and money and stress and chaos. <laughs> There's no reason not to try it, right? Consider modifying the meal that you make for your family so that your kids will more likely enjoy it. Think about adding some physical touch into your relationship. Even just 15 minutes a day makes a huge difference. Schedule out intentional time with each child or family member to make sure that everyone is getting exactly what they need. Consider incorporating family meetings, maybe once a week, so that you and your husband or your significant other can really be on the same page. The more often you have these, the easier it gets and the more on the same page you'll be. Definitely consider having those have to versus want to conversations or the wants versus the needs. Every mom has a different style and way of doing things. And again, you are the best mom for your kiddos because you are in fact their mother. And while there are many, many, many different ways to parent, there's not one single way. 
and that is absolutely okay. So parent your children the best way that you know how, and you are the best parent for them. Thank you all again so much for listening to this episode. I had an absolute blast recording it, prepping for it, re-listening to it, and just going through and picking out these takeaways. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Wednesday's podcast, episode 95, is going to be focused on how I planned out my 12-week year. Yes, I said 12 weeks and not 12 months. So if you're curious as to what that means and what I did and how it's working for me, then Make sure you consider subscribing to this podcast, whether you're listening to it on iTunes or SoundCloud or Anchor or any of the other um, apps. And I will see you in that episode on Wednesday. Have a good one. you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.